we can experience a bright, loving, open, vulnerable, amazing relationship if we don't transform our past pain and are able to release the past and our exes. For years, I struggled with toxic relationships and understanding my own emotions. I found myself repeating the same cycles with different people and living in victimhood. I am Maria, your host, and I specialize in self-mastery coaching. I've spent the last few years working with various therapists in order to heal my own traumas and help others. This podcast is your dedicated resource for gaining emotional intelligence, nurturing self-awareness, and cultivating healthy relationships. If you're prepared to master your emotions, improve your relationships, and create captivating self-confidence, then this podcast is for you. Thank you for listening, and welcome to this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. I am so excited for this series. I've never done a series before, and it's February. It's the month of love. I actually just recorded a live on Instagram. It's Saturday by the time you're listening to this. It's Monday, and I just talked about love and all my past lessons in love and the pain and the hurt and betrayal and cheating and lies and great lessons and all these amazing things, and I realized, you know what? I want to create a love series this month, and so Every Monday for the month of February, it's going to be a four-part series. And this first one, as you can tell by the title, is Transforming Your Pain and Being Able to Release Your Exes. The title is short, but what we're getting into here is not going to be so short. It might be short in time-wise, but it's not going to be short in the juice that we're bringing into this. Because even though I've talked about this topic at a surface level before, I want to get deep into how to transform that pain in the past so that you're not repeating the same cycles, you're not stuck in the pain, and also being able to energetically release your exes and anything that came from the past and just learning the lessons and coming into a neutral state. And the reason I want to talk about this one to start off this love series is because I truly believe that unless we're able to do this, we can't experience a bright, loving, vulnerable, amazing relationship, we just won't be open to it. All our triggers will come up. We will self-sabotage. We won't even know what to do with ourselves. And we'll do it subconsciously. So if you're listening to this and you're like, well, no, I don't think I do this. To a subconscious level, you do. There's parts of you that will self-sabotage if you haven't healed the past or you'll get stuck energetically in the past and keep repeating the same behaviors, but with just different people. And I've seen this a lot with not only clients, but I've seen them a lot in my own life with people around me, older generations that have gone through divorce or have gone through heartbreak or have gone through really ugly scenarios and things, and they're not able to even get out of it. They haven't even had a relationship for years or have been able to be open and vulnerable again because they feel so much shame, guilt, pain, and all those emotions, even though I am such an advocate of feeling all your emotions, those heavy emotions will keep us stuck in life unless we're able to transform them, learn the lessons, and move on. And let's start off with the fact that we either feel the need, especially as women, if you're listening to this, we feel the need to either hate our exes, make them the villain, be in this really ugly space, or sometimes we do the opposite and we romanticize what a certain person used to bring to the table or just remember the good parts or just remember what felt good. And we go to these two extremes so that we can have control over the narrative. If we can control the fact that we made our exes the bad guys, they're the the ones that were in the wrong, they're the ones that caused us pain, they're the ones that did us dirty, they're the ones that did all these things to us, then we feel in control and we can 
in a way, avoid blaming ourselves. We can, in a way, avoid the triggers, avoid the self-sabotage, avoid the ways that we came up in toxic ways in the relationship, our own toxic behaviors. And the same is true if you're just romanticizing and thinking of the good things. You're also still avoiding the pain that that person caused you. And so you, you might be listening to this and be like, well, if I'm not making him the bad guy and I'm not just remembering the good, what do I do here? And there's this beautiful place of neutrality. There's this beautiful place where once you learn the lessons from the past, you're able to just be neutral. And you can also see the great, amazing things that that person brought into your life, but you're not in an energetic way attached to them in any way. You're not hoping and wishing that the next person has maybe the same traits that you actually liked, or you're not going the opposite way and hoping and wishing that you meet somebody completely opposite of your ex. The truth is that anyone we meet is a reflection or a mirror of us. I'm probably going to repeat this a thousand million times on these episodes, but when we stop thinking of everything happening to us and we get out of that victim mentality, we're able to recognize that if we've attracted a love, they're either a reflection of who we are, what we feel worthy of, some behaviors of our own. We're not attracting people that are completely out of alignment with us. And if we are, we usually don't get into relationships with them. There's something in us that attach ourselves to these people. And so when we feel pain, when somebody hurts us, cheats on us, betrays us, yells at us, um, triggers our inner child, doesn't choose us, we don't feel loved, we don't feel validated. When they do these things, it's very easy for us to say, well, F them. I don't want them around me. I can't believe they didn't see my worth. I can't believe they treated me like that. I can't believe they lied to me. I obviously deserve better. And all this is true. Everyone deserves to be treated with respect, admiration, love, validation, and all the amazing things. But if we don't feel worthy of them, we will not attract that. We will just repeat it again with the same person. That other next person is just going to do the same thing in a different way. And so part of transforming your past pain is realizing, okay, where did I show up in this relationship? How did I show up in this relationship? And a lot of the times I get you know, I get messages in my DMs and women and some women are like, well, I gave him my everything. I did it all. Like I was great. I actually work on myself. I go to therapy and I you know, own my own business. And unless I'm coaching them, I can't get too deep into it, but I can already tell that they're in their victimhood. They have no self-awareness and no emotional awareness to where they could have gone wrong in that relationship. Not because they deserve the betrayal or because they deserve somebody to be, let's say, that cheated on them or anything like that. But even the, the fact that some women tell me, I just did it, I did everything, I gave them my all. Well, that, that right there, if you have enough self-awareness, some emotional awareness, you realize that that's toxic. You shouldn't give somebody else your all. You can give the relationship your all. But giving away your power to somebody else and giving them your all means you're having to take from yourself or you're not giving to yourself in some way, shape, or form. And so a lot of the times when women get cheated on, because it's happened to me. If you look, if you go listen to that live that I recorded, I'll talk about the, the very first time that I experienced like hard heartbreak and how I didn't respect myself. And I got cheated on, even though I didn't have real proof. I was getting cheated on and I kept taking him back because I needed to feel validated. And the chase, him chasing me made me feel validated. 
And so I could have been a victim of that. And I could have said, well, you know, what a shitty guy. What a terrible person. Can't believe he did this to me. But the truth is that I had little to no self-respect. I wasn't giving myself anything. I was giving that relationship all of me in, in hopes that he would see me, that he would validate me, that he would put me on this throne and on this pedestal that I wasn't even able to acknowledge that I needed to put myself on. And so transforming that pain for me was a lot of, well, what did I do in that relationship? How could I have been different? How could I have shown up differently? Not only with myself, but in the relationship as well. Where did I not speak up? A lot of the times as women, we don't speak up in a relationship. We either yell and explode and when it's too late and we've had enough, or we just don't say anything. And when we don't say anything, resentment builds up and anger builds up and pain builds up. And then when that relationship ultimately ends, you're left with resentment, pain, anger. Plus, now you get to be the victim and he gets to be the villain. Or if he leaves you, you know, there's some women that get left by men. And it's the same thing. You overgave, you overdid, you, you did all these things, but then they left you. Men will treat you how you treat you. So if you've abandoned yourself, you've self-abandoned, they're going to eventually abandon you as well in some way, either emotionally or physically, they'll just leave. If you're listening to this and you've obviously been hurt because we're all human, we've been hurt in love. If, if we say yes to love, it's like one of the surest things is that you're going to be hurt because it's the most vulnerable state that we could ever be in is being in love with somebody and being in a relationship. I want you to see where in the past you haven't shown up for yourself, things that you could have done better, and start transforming that pain that you might be still holding on to into the lessons. What lessons did you, did you learn? And then here's a magical pill because we have some self-awareness and I, I see it a lot with women. Like They're like, oh no, yeah, I know I, gave, I overgave. I know I did this wrong. We, we sometimes emotionally know where we went wrong, but then we don't know how to make it right. And it doesn't mean making it right with your ex. It doesn't mean that you have to call him for closure and tell him, hey, you know, I wish I would have done this differently. Um, I'm waiting for an apology. Can you give me some closure and apologize and finally validate me? Because I'm sorry, ladies, if you're listening to this, that's all closure is. That's all you're waiting for. You're waiting for the other person to come and say, you know what? I should have been better. I should have been a better man. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I am the worst idiot. <laughs> and the truth is that we're probably most likely not going to get that from any of our exes. And so giving yourself that closure and moving on and actually releasing that pain is changing that behavior and acting differently. Before you get into a relationship, while you get into another relationship, is changing that behavior, interrupting that pattern. So if you find yourself consistently always doing the same thing in relationships, losing yourself, not listening to your intuition, wanting to fix a guy, wanting to solve their problems, self-abandoning, whatever that is, start giving it to yourself. And so if your ex is, let's say, you overgave, how can you overgive to yourself now? If you were codependent in that relationship, how can you make yourself more independent as a person? How can you start enjoying your own solitude? What can you do? Can you start dating yourself, taking yourself out on dates? If your ex never validated you, let's say he never put you on a pedestal, how can you start putting yourself on a pedestal? How can you write beautiful love letters to yourself? How can you take yourself out on a date? Do you actually enjoy being in your own space without any distractions, without filling up your time? And that is a missing piece for a lot of people I've noticed within my, and, and myself, because for a while there, I was like, oh, I real, okay, I'm, I'm seeing a pattern here. I'm seeing what's, what I'm messing up. Oh, well, but I'm not applying what I'm learning 
they're just they're just there. I have awareness. I'm not really actually learning the lesson and applying different behavior. We will be the same way, act the same same way unless we shift and change the narrative. You are the creator of your life. You write this story. And just because chapters one through whatever were a certain way doesn't mean that the rest of the book has to be the same way. It doesn't mean your story has to end this way. And if you know anyone, I want you to actually, before we continue this conversation, I want you to think of somebody or multiple people, because I know we all know them, that have stayed stuck in pain from love in the past, whether that was a divorce or a breakup, or even if their people are still dating, they're still dating the same person. There's somebody that's coming to mind right now that you're like, yep, I know that that's that. I know I see it. I see them stuck in this toxic pattern. They either can't find a person to love them properly or they get stuck in abusive toxic relationships or they maybe never been able to date after a divorce or a bad breakup they got stuck in the pain they did not learn any self-awareness or any of the lessons and they didn't apply what they learned and so to summarize let's we want to learn what the lessons were that we learned from this pain that that person caused us how we showed up in that relationship what behaviors of ours cause more of our pain? And then how do you apply something different moving forward? How do you change your behavior? How do you interrupt that cycle? And I'll also say, working with women, we carry a lot of shame and a lot of guilt. Because, and I will say that I think a lot of people get stuck, right? And those, those people that you're thinking about get stuck is because they feel shame and guilt. It's so hard for us to say to ourselves, wow, I overgave in a relationship. I let that person step all over me. I had no respect. I didn't care for myself. We feel so much shame and guilt from that so much that we, we stay stagnant. We stay stuck. We don't even know how to move forward. We don't even know how to alchemize that energy. We're, we're just like, well, I don't even trust myself. If I let myself do all these terrible things and I took so much from so many people, how can I ever trust myself to not do it again? Well, if you don't practice it, you will do it again. And guess what? You might do it again, but you'll do it better and you'll have awareness and you'll do it better the next time and a little better the next time and a little bit better the next time. And evolution and growth is all a journey. There's not this miracle time in, in life where you're going to be like, wow, I have it all figured out. I am perfect right now. I am completely healed. I'm going to get into a relationship. I am not going to re repeat the same cycles or the same behaviors I've ever had. I'm not going to be triggered. That's just never going to happen. And so having enough empathy for the past versions of you that allowed all these things is going to help you heal that shame and that guilt so you don't stay stuck, so you don't keep on with the same narrative and the same behaviors. If somebody were to come to you, like a friend, or if you're a mom and you had children and your child says, oh, I keep messing up, I just keep doing the same thing over and over again, but I have so much shame and guilt that I'm just never going to change, mom, or your friend says the same thing to you, you're not going to be like, well, yeah, then stay there. Yeah, you just let shame and guilt just rot you to death. Let them just let that those two emotions just kill you and just stay there. That sounds like a good idea. No, you would absolutely not let them stay there. You would be like, well, you can choose better. You can do better. I believe in you. And you would hype that person up. But we don't do that for ourselves because it's so hard to get out of that shame and guilt. We stay stuck, like I said earlier. But you get to choose. If you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I have gotten stuck in some way, shape, or form at some point in my life. Have, you're having the awareness now. You're listening to me talk about this. You're saying, maybe I can shift this. No, maybe not. You can shift this. 
And now what can you apply? What can you do differently so that you can start having compassion and empathy for that shame and guilt? And also part of healing your own shame and guilt is forgiving those that hurt you. I see so much toxic stuff on social media. There's I honestly don't even follow a lot of people or I'll mute them if they just post a lot of stuff that doesn't make any sense to me. But I just saw this thing the other day and it said like there's a zoo in some city that will let you name a cockroach after your ex and then you can feed them to animals. And the fact that people have that much pain in them and hatred and anger towards their exes that they would think that that's a good idea or somebody's offering this and somebody's actually buying into this is really sad to me because if you're holding that much anger you're holding that much anger for yourself as well when we don't forgive people we're hurting ourselves more than anything and so you probably are carrying more shame and more guilt because you're unable to release that pain from that per- that person caused you you're unable to see them and have empathy and compassion for them And so you're going to carry anger, shame, guilt, all of those things, but you're thinking it's on them. You think that really you're angry at them. No, really you're angry at yourself. You're angry at yourself because you allowed all these things to happen and you're not willing to actually shift that dynamic right now or that energy. And so it's just easier and more comfortable to blame them and to be in that sadness and to be in that pain. Let's release our exes. Let's not name cockroaches after them. Let's just release them with love. Thank you for the lessons. Thank you for the good times. Thank you for the pain. Thank you for the love. Thank you for both of them. I can see the duality and both both brought me to where I'm at. And if I don't do anything with this and I don't up level and I don't upgrade my life and I don't transform, then I am no better than my exes. That's a mentality that I want to work with my clients on and that I've worked on myself because I can truly, to my core, tell you that I have no, no hatred towards any of my exes. Not that I didn't feel like that or pain or anger when I first left them or I I left a marriage or anything. Of course I did. I went through all my emotions, all my feelings. But then I realized, why am I carrying this? Why am I allowing this to become a cancer in my life? Let's release our exes. Let's transform our pain and alchemize the lessons so we can be better. We choose our story. You choose your story. And I'll leave it at this. I am so excited for this love series. Part two is going to be about attachment styles, what attachment styles are and how they relate in relationships. And I think just hearing some of the definitions of these attachment styles, you're going to know where you are in the spectrum of attachment styles. And I am super excited to share that with you guys. But before I go, I also want to let you guys know that I have created a new way to work with me. I have 90 minute intensive coaching plans now for One's for single ladies called Empower Her. I want to be able to empower you to really step into your power, to become magnetic in the dating scene, to be and become everything you desire so that you can attract everything you desire. And then I have a relationship reset. And this is a 90-minute intensive coaching with me for my ladies in relationships or in a marriage. And then I have a Reclaim You, which is for my girls going through heartbreak or a divorce. I've been through all these different stages and I've learned so many beautiful lessons throughout all these different stages of my life that I wanted to create something that I can actually sit down and talk to you guys about for 90 minutes, get deep together and come up with a plan to get you unstuck, to make your relationship better, to get you out of that heartbreak, out of that pain, or to help you create love from within, empower yourself so that you can attract everything you desire in a man. 
And so if you're listening to this, I'm going to give you guys a discount for my intensive and I will put everything in the footnotes for you guys. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Mm -hmm.